Behind every company, there's a time-tested engine keeping it moving. By earning your accounting degree online from Grand Canyon University, you can advance your career by identifying business efficiencies and building business models. Become a core team member by keeping business on budget and on track to success. What do you think accounting careers look like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Behind every company, there's a time-tested engine keeping it moving. By earning your accounting degree online from Grand Canyon University, you can advance your career by identifying business efficiencies and building business models. Become a core team member by keeping business on budget and on track to success. What do you think accounting careers look like? GCU offers over 175 high-quality online programs like this one. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Everyone, this is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am releasing another character profile as I'm prepping myself, being ready, I should say, <laughs> getting ready for my re prestige return of my stage play, Mole. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is February the 17th, 2020. We're going to focus on Nahar. So I wanted to do this to get this in the mix so people can go back and actually see my other character profiles, in particular the ones that is coming up now in relation to the stage play. Just to kind of hone on some quick housekeeping and intro to my podcast, if you're just joining me here and just getting exposed to my podcast, is that this was based on my book, Mitzrayam, that I wrote over two decades ago. And it's basically on ancient Egypt, of course. And here I had went from that, turning that, the book, Mitzrayam, a memoir, into a stage play and a short film and a web show. So right now the production is about to return back to stage for the third time. And this is the, the celebration of it. This is basically will be the last time I can see in the near future it will not return back on stage mole i'm going to be doing other things so this is the event this is it it's a celebration because i started this when i initially doubt to do it and then i actually went into it by saying i'm going to get up and do it and listen to what my ancestors were <laughs> they told me hey, that was screaming they were like get up and get it done and i finished the book and i didn't think no one would ever connect with it or understand it because i didn't understand it and then long and behold here i am fast forward here was 2020 and i'm doing a podcast show talking about nahar which he was one of the characters that came out on the first page in chapter one so let me go through a couple of housekeeping things like I mentioned, the premiere of my return of my stage play will be at the Porter Sanford Community Theater um, in Decatur, Georgia. The one date is April the 25th, April the 26th. And there will be a link that you can go to and purchase those tickets. If you like this podcast, if you like Mole, share it. <laughs> and purchase a ticket <laughs> all right and i just want to say stay connected please connect with us on our facebook page which is facebook.com forward slash mole and then also follow us on twitter also my youtube channel i need to constantly remind people and mind myself to promote that i usually just use that as a database of all my videos or any audio all the audio clips from this podcast 
post automatically there. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Mole. I appreciate it and share it. Now we also have here Cafe Press. So I do have my Cafe Press shops and please support that as well. You could buy merchandise if you like this podcast, if you like Mole production, um, please do that as well. And I do have another cafe shop on my other podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success. I will have those links, particularly the one for this podcast of Cafe Press, which you do have a customer service line and a return policy. Okay, they do ship worldwide, so I do see people not just in the United States tuning into my show can order merchandise. Please go ahead and check that out. And also want to say thank you again for those that are buying my book, buying both my books. Right? I really do really appreciate thinking of this podcast of the show of my production of what I'm saying and you're actually saying you know what I'm gonna go ahead and take a limb and go ahead and purchase this book so I'm grateful for the ebooks that are purchased the books that is purchased I am really grateful I'm grateful for if you sharing and telling someone else I'm grateful for that and I just want to say thank you that do reinforces me that oh people are actually listening to me <laughs> people are actually getting this and enjoying it for me that way thank you thank you thank you all right let's get started with this we're going to talk about the highlights. It's basically talking about Nahar, last release earlier this month. The recap for that particular podcast was about the character profile for Princess Aminia. If you have not went to go listen to that and you're thinking, ah, oh, I don't think it's really going to be, please go listen to the character profile of Princess Aminia. I mean, all these character profiles will help you get some understanding, some more insight into that i am going to work on some other project with the character profiles i've just been busy gearing up for my big return that i've been waiting a couple years to bring back the play but please go and check that out i did do a reveal at the end and it's very important especially if you purchased my book you read the book and i talk about a couple of things in the books particularly with princess amina i have done a really good review of her from the book and from the play but also choice like the last two minutes i definitely want you to listen to the whole <laughs> podcast last time of the character profile purchase amenia but definitely the last two minutes because i i gave a goodie okay go and check that out so let's get started with this with character profile nahar now to break down the timeline for him as well as i did with princess amenia providing the roadmap to whom, to what, when, and perhaps a deepening why to the choices of Nahar. And again, if those that read the book, you notice his, his choices really impacted somebody else's and this and this. And it's going to be the same way of presenting that in the stage play. Of course, now it's more longer, so you see other characters um, involved in this. So with Nahar, he's one of the main five doing the timeline of Princess Amina in the stage play. Of course, the book, Mitzrayam, and the webisodes and the short film. Of course, I have to admit that I have not gotten a chance to turn Mole into a feature film. That's my dream. But in other areas I have, and Nahar has always been there. So Nahar is one of Aminia considered to be best friends. And Aminia states that throughout the book and throughout the storyline of the play version. Okay, So Nahar is the son of Ezra, which is the highest ranked herbalist and scientist of Theops in Mitzrayam. You learn about Ezra more in the podcast series, in the before the time of Princess Aminia timeline. And I'm really glad that I started naming the timeline so I can I can actually move from one point of the timeline and move to another so I won't lose anybody and they can kind of follow it through. The main timeline that I'm focusing on with my podcast is for the time of Princess Amelia. And I didn't realize when I did that it was going to open up a whole, a whole treasure chest of other characters and other things that 
long and behold, if you sit back and you look at the book, it's connected or has not been connected yet or it's going to be connected in the future beyond the book and beyond the play because remember the mole stage play is basically the timeline of the book they're one and the same the difference is what i have done before on a theatrical type stage is only condensed it to the five characters and i'm going to name them your princess amelia king dama king danielle naha and selma those five now with the play i'm expanding it to Queen Hagar came in the webisode, so that that I spent that to that, and then Inky did. But that was it. Now with the play is Inky, Queen Hagar. King Milan never came into none of the theatrical production. He's will on the play. So when we focus on Ezra, Ezra never was in none of the theatrical adaptation, only the book, and now of course the podcast. He will be in the play. And so Nahar is part of that wealthy heritage by his father lineage and generations and generations of being the students of the administration of the mystics and the papers writings, followed down from the rules and the priests like before. So Nahar has a long history of that. He was born as a Mitzrayan, Mitzrayan, basically an Egyptian. He could speak Semitic as well because he got access to the schools along with Princess Amelia, just not all the classes because he was not destined to be a ruler. Now, I do pick up later on, especially in the book, if you read the book, his interaction with the Orion, especially towards the end. So he will eventually be able to speak Orion language, like Queen Hagar. But I felt when I was writing a future series of Nahar and Princess Amelia, which took me in a new realm, right? Because none of this came up when I wrote the book, only now that Nahar did not know how to speak Orion. When I think about it now, looking at those series that I just completed this season three, it would make sense because I didn't, at least right now, I couldn't pick up he would meet in Orion. Not yet. So that's very interesting when that would be revealed. But he does meet Rulin. <laughs> and I mentioned that um, before, I think my when I was talked about Aminia. Nahar was born the same star. Star is another term that I that reflects to say year. During the same year of Sar of Princess Aminia, so thus the ability to be taught underneath Elder Tahib. In the book I call him Grandfather Tahib. Tahib is the father of Queen Hagar. And, and at other times with different class of students allowed to be taught in the pyramids of thought. So Nahar got that access being in that position of being taught in the mystery school of thought just at a different class level. But he still had the same challenges he had to go through in the commune of leadership that I talked about in the future series of Nahar and Princess Aminia. So Nahar always came off as I always remember when I sat down and I said, okay, this is the scene I'm going to write about. It's going to be focused on Nahar and Princess Amiya. And I automatically saw them sitting in this chariot, riding towards some place. I was right now, I remember, it's a palace. They go into a palace. Because you know? it's like the vision comes and once you once I wrote that, then another vision comes. And once I wrote that, then another. It's just, it's just magically, I hate to say that word, but it's just magically aligned. So anyway, I automatically saw his dreads. He had dreads. I automatically knew that it was a particular color, almost like brown. I mean, brown is so mixed with crimstone, or it, I mean, so brown that it has that bronze. That's what I want to say, a bronze color of his dreads. To his shoulders, like, very fit in a sense. See, he was determined to get to the palace. He's like, I just felt at that moment, he really had planned this all the time. So he was very uh, attractive <laughs> and nice, kind, and patient, but a little bit uh, really focused. So that made him on the borderline being impatient, trying to get Amelia attention. Again, he wanted to try to express his feelings because he always seemed to, to use the resources that he knew and that he had managed to win over her heart. And he struggled actually to express 
his feelings or accept what things were at the time. So this actually forced him to make choices um, not in alignment to the Etherman's projection of all during this time. So he was very protective of, in a sense of what he wanted to accomplish and slowly but slowly he get more into refuting what was going on, her path of where she was gonna be, his path of where he was supposed to be and he rebuck that. So very, from the very beginning, like I said, when I started that book, the book, Mitch Ram, you know, his character came off being very protective of the crown, protective of uh, Minya, of protocol, um, but only challenged that in the sense that he wanted to be able to to set his own destiny. It's like people say, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what you, this is your path. And something in you just like, well, I want to choose differently because choice is power. Okay, choices gives you the power to choose if this is what you really want. Choices give you an opportunity to change your destiny. But you always have these other forces that want to challenge you with that. And sometimes it's not really a challenge. It's wisdom. And it's the right way of what you need to do at that time. People still have the choice to follow that or not. So that's the that's the whole override on that. Okay. Now, I also want to say, this also with Nahar as we take a look at him doing the stage play you know he meets up with Selma where by that time Selma is on the scene Selma is one of the one of the five main characters from the book will be from the stage play and of course Selma is I haven't did a character profile on her I will it's gonna be coming up soon but Nahar never really connects with Selma but he just tolerates her and and in the princess and say they all friends you know he go with it but she's like um, in the scene and he's just mainly thinking about Prince Me and how he's gonna make his final attempt and plead his case of why she should rebuff the system at Barry Hill. Selma knows this. She's in denial to that and she presents that conflict. And Nahar is also in the middle of his manhood. It's like being a child, teenager, teenager, and then becoming a man and, and all these responsibilities. And for a male, I think it's always harder as a male position. Nahar has to come to terms with not only kind of refuting Selma that just playing to his <laughs> insecurities or what have you or his doubts but to stand firm but also accept truth and so Nahar struggles with that the truth in a sense of what's what's the will what's really going on and honoring and acknowledging someone else's choice now Princess Aminia of course meets someone else and that's more hardship to Nahar to force him to either follow the line of his father which his father does I do in the book I only bring it up a little bit but going further that's what Nahar has to decide listen to his father or listen to what everybody is saying you do or just say the heck with I'm going to do what I want to do and he doesn't seem to be wanting to follow the theops the that line of his father being a scientist and a herbalist he wants to be the mate of princess Aminia, and he liked his interaction with his friends and with these other people that can take him through different aspects of mitrayam and all the mystics and to show all these wonders to Aminia as well as the rulership and the position of mitrayam in the higher realms and that's when we talk about orions and pleiades so he wants to be all of that and more and he has to come to terms when he see that that could be threatened so him and damar does kind of have that little conflict going on because damar poses as the bigger threat because of the deal so overall 
Zahar is a person that you would want to be friends with. Um, he's intelligent, he's kind, he's sweet. It's just that transition of into manhood where he has to define his own worth and his identity and the person that he loves. Now he does meet up with Rulin and that's a very interesting. Those scenes that came through that I didn't get a chance to write about. In the future I plan to do that. But yeah, Nahar in his younger years and he meets up with Rulin is very interesting. Very interesting. It gets us closer to how by time in the book he has these resources that he can come to the table and deal with Damar. Damar had nothing to play with. He can get on the level with Damar and Danielle. And how how is that so? But at any rate, that's Nahar. Please go ahead and check out the play and thank you so much. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The thing about comparing rates at Progressive.com is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about comparing rates at Progressive.com. We probably don't even need the words comparing rates anymore to remind you that seasoning steaks at Progressive.com is an easy way to save on car insurance. Or that swimming in trousers helps you find the lowest rate. And that's the thing about foraging for truffles. You've heard a lot of ads about standing tiptoe on a cinder block. Compare rates and <clears throat> sing softly to a wounded field mouse and save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations.